Hey everyone, welcome to episode 22 of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week's guest is Chris Griffin. Had a super fun interview. We went down to the Baron Kilt downtown Calgary here. Had a beer, had a good chat. It was a ton of fun. Make sure you listen all the way to the end. He has a great story from Dairy Queen when he worked there as a teenager. So yeah, just enjoy it. And if you like it, make sure you give it five stars on iTunes. And give me a follow on Twitter at the Mess Hall Pod. And thanks for listening. Enjoy. Hey everyone, Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. This week's podcast shout out is going to the Two and Out CFL Podcast. I've been listening to it. They're a new member of the uh, Alberta Podcast Network, but it's really nice. I'm a big fan of the CFL, and. You know, they put out two podcasts a week. First one for the uh, upcoming week with the fantasy pools and stuff like that. If you're really interested, give it a listen. And then just a recap after the week's over. So I've been listening to it. I enjoy it. But, I'm again, I'm a big fan of the CFL. So I really like the podcast. Thanks for putting it out, guys. And it's a ton of fun. So make sure you give it a listen. It's a two-and-out CFL podcast. Thanks. Chris Griffin, welcome to the Mess Hall Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Um, so it's stampede time. Have you been down trying any of the stampede food yet? Or? I haven't done that. I just came in yesterday and then got super drunk last night, so I don't know. That's all I've done. Yeah, just ate 500 beers, I think, yeah. Have you gone down? No, not yet. Oh, I haven't yeah. gone down this year yet, but maybe tomorrow. Yeah. They have some interesting food, so that's... I know, man. They got some weird stuff. Is there one this year that's, like, the weird thing? Because every year it's, like... Yeah, they, they have some kind of bug oh. thing again this year, but... Chocolate cockroaches. Yeah. They have a kangaroo burger this year, or kangaroo stuffed burger, and... Oh, man. They have kangaroo pepperoni for pizza. Yeah. It's kind of cool to try that. Try that. Yeah, there's an Aussie pub in Vancouver where I live, and, yeah, they have kangaroo. I yeah. tried it. Yeah. It just tastes sort of like... Brown beef, but weirder. I yeah, <laughs> I, I've had it before, and it tasted it tasted gamey. It wasn't any. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was all right. Not complaining. Yeah, I feel like it tastes like deer, but I also haven't eaten deer. But that's how I would imagine deer taste. Yeah, and that's exactly how I describe it. Yeah. So, um, you're originally from Calgary, or you lived in Calgary? Yeah, born and raised in Calgary. Yeah, I lived here man, so 30 years. you must have gone to San Pete at least once or twice. Oh, yeah, a few times. Yeah, I'm not much of a country music guy, so I kind of avoid that part of it, but I definitely went, and yeah, many times, and yeah, just on the rides and stuff. Yeah. So do you do you ever try any of the weird foods that they have there? Man, I'm trying to, like, I'll eat just the basic ones, but I don't get too wild. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, food-wise, my family's very, like, we don't have any condiments in the fridge. My mom just made sort of the same seven meals. Like, Monday was hot dogs, Tuesday. I don't know. So, yeah, I, I don't Yeah, I wasn't too adventurous at Stampede, but 
I think I've tried some of the weird stuff, but I don't remember. So do you, are you still in that kind of mode when you have food now? Like, do you always have the same thing on Monday or Tuesday? Or no, get I'm getting better. Home? Yeah, Vancouver's changed me a lot because it's all about the healthy life. And then I just had no idea. There, there's a comic in Vancouver has a joke where he's like, oh, I was 16 years old before I realized that Craft Singles cheese wasn't actually cheese, and I'm sitting there 37 years old, like, what? It isn't? <laughs> like, I didn't know that. So, yeah. Um, but no, I've been I've been pretty good. Vancouver's great, too. It's got, you know, a lot of different types of food, and, I mean, the sushi's amazing, so I'm big on that out there. And then, uh, yeah, try to be healthy and put a bunch of vegetables in a smoothie, but I don't know. Just to balance out drinking 10,000 beers. Yeah. Is, you know. <laughs> I've been trying to find that better balance. Yeah. yeah. Beer is a big thing. I love beer. Me too, man. That's my favorite food all the time. Yes. But yeah, it's, it's I don't know. It, but people are so conscious there, and you kind of, like, people make fun of Vancouver for that, but then when you're there and you're living in it, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I should be, you know, eat some vegetables and do yeah. stuff like that, yeah. So, Calgary guy, you got a big rock. Yeah. What is with the lemon in the big rock? I don't know. I didn't, I just put it on the side. I know. Oh, no, I just, yeah. Everywhere I've, I, I haven't seen that until I moved to Calgary. Yeah. And lemon with the big rock. I don't know. Maybe they tell them to do it. Because they do, there's two bars I know. That one is the Aussie pub in Vancouver that serve big rock. And then I always get pumped. And then, yeah, they still put the lemon there. So, yeah, it's a thing. But. I'm not against it. I just—it's a curiosity <laughs> thing. I wonder what that. Yeah, they told me like you can—you shouldn't actually put the lemon in though, because then it ruins the peel, ruins the beer or something. But lime doesn't do that. I don't know. I like lime in my rum and cokes. Oh, do you? I yeah. Put the, whole, <laughs> the whole thing. piece in there. Yep. Sort of try to muddle it with the straw and get some of that flavor. So. Late night after you had a couple beers, do you have a go-to food? Like, Man, my favorite all time, but it wasn't my favorite till I moved to Vancouver is Taco Bell. But it's because they don't have any there, so it would be a once in a while thing. And then I went two years without eating it, and then uh, I was down in the states for a month in San Fran doing this competition, and that was what I ate it like every single day. Then I almost died probably, but yeah, that's my go-to. Last night I was in my parents' house. That's where I'm staying when I'm here, and then uh. Came at 2 a.m. and they had leftover chicken wings, so that was pretty good. But then <laughs> I was so drunk, I like went into their room to, to go to sleep. My dad's like, "Wrong bedroom," and I was like, "Yeah, I think so." And then just went. To, I was like, "God!" So then I didn't. Oh, so embarrassing. And then I didn't come out of the house uh, or out of my room until noon because I was too your, embarrassed. Do your parents still have your room the way it was they, when you were a kid? No, mine's now the off an office, my old room, yeah. They kept the bed until, I think, two years ago, and then they're like, we have to, it was just an office with a weird small child's bed in it, but uh, they put a futon in it that's not comfortable, so I have to sleep in my brother's old room, which is, you know, it's a nice, big, comfortable bed, but I don't know. I don't know if they expected grandchildren and instead just got a 37-year-old drunk guy <laughs> coming in their room, <laughs> but man... Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it feels with that. My son's older and comes into our bed. <laughs> I know. He does it now and it sort of annoys me. Yeah, so. how old's your son? Twelve. Oh god, yeah. I think you're still allowed to do it at twelve. <laughs> yeah. Thirty seven. Yeah, let's hope just tell him not to do comedy. Uh, or or maybe tell him to do it, but I'd love it if he did. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to have support of comedy dad. Yeah. Um, so chicken wings. What are your favorite flavors? 
Oh man, I like man. Almost any wing could be great. I had these ones yesterday. They were like dill and Kate or uh, yeah, Cajun dill or something. I thought that was pretty sweet. Man. Yeah, but uh, man, I yeah, hot all is good and teriyaki. I like something. I just don't like getting my fingers messy though. I'm self conscious of eating them in public. But last night when nobody was around, I just demolished them like an animal. Have you ever considered wearing? Gloves while eating chicken. No, is that something people do? (laughs) I would do that though. I it's been brought up on the podcast. Has it? Um, That would make so much sense though if they just offered gloves at a restaurant. Well, the people I were I was interviewing, we all knew the same person. And she wears gloves when she goes out to eat chicken. Oh my god! She loves chicken wings, but she hates the mess on her fingers. Oh she, man, she I would do that. Gloves with her, like chicken wing gloves. I would do that, and then I'd wear one of those like gimp masks so that I don't get it on my face, <laughs> and then just a full body suit. Yeah, that's smart. I'm it, gonna try that once. It is smart. It's, yeah, it's the way to go, especially if you hate the mess. Yeah. But, that's a, a problem I have with food. I'm, like, self-conscious of eating in public. And I think it's because my parents also never taught me how to eat properly. So when I hold a fork and knife, uh, it's hard to describe on the podcast, but I'll hold it, like, I'll stab the fork. I'll hold it downwards, like, in my fist and stab the meat and then put it up, like, into... Backhanding? Yeah, like, into my mouth. And I remember the first time I ate with my guy friends, we went together, we went to a restaurant, and my friend's like, what are you doing, man? Like, are you an animal? And I was like, what? That's not how people eat? And I was like, how would my parents not teach me to hold a fork and knife proper? Maybe they did, and I just forgot. I don't know. But So, do you have the same feeling about, like, ribs or stuff Yeah, like that? big time. I was just in Milwaukee last weekend, and uh, I ate the best ribs I've ever had in my life. I was with this comedian, Daryl Lennox, if you ever get a chance to interview him. He's amazing. Have you? Yeah. No. Very, very funny. Awesome, man. He uh, took me down, and he's like, oh, we got to go to this rib place, and it was amazing, man. I wanted to order a second order. I, I couldn't even believe it, but yeah, I was very self-conscious. I was eating them with a fork and knife, and then the other guys he was with made fun of me for doing that, but I was like, well, whatever. I just don't want to get... Yeah, I'm just... My dad ate ribs with a fork. I call him a monster. Yeah, <laughs> for doing that. I don't know. But man, gloves, that's life changing. Yeah. But, but we weren't out at a restaurant. We were just in my backyard. <laughs> Still doing that? Yeah. yeah. That's good. It's definitely. I think you can sit gloves. Yeah. <laughs> it, it might sound kind of weird just taking gloves with you. I know, that would be the only weird thing, but I would do it. If you just pull up, people would be like, man, what's this guy doing? But apparently that person you're talking about does that, just packs gloves. But I guess a, a girl, you could have a purse, so maybe it's a little yeah. easier. Yeah. I, I don't know if you'd want to keep a pair of gloves in your wallet. No, it would have to be a planned thing. Like, I'm yeah. eating wings tonight, come out in the gloves, yeah, just so, ready to go. But there's, I know other people that are in the same situation as you, like, hate getting mess on their but yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel if I've had a few beers, I don't care, and it goes away. But yeah, if I'm dead sober, I'm like, oh man, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, pretty much any food. That's why dates are always tough. So I would try to any date with a girl, which wasn't very many that I'd go on, I would just make them for like 8 p.m., where it's like we should have already eaten, and then we could just drink. Yeah. I don't know. And then if that goes well, yeah, I, I was having a burger yesterday, and there was just too much sauce on it. Like, um, it was messy and I got self-conscious about it but I was with a lot of people and I just didn't want to look like a club but 
as a chef or a former chef, do you snap when food is bad? Like, would you, are you like, man, I could have made this way better if you're eating out? It depends where I'm going. Okay. If I go to a pub, I expect pub food. Yeah. Quality. You know what? If the chicken wings have a little bit too much sauce on them or not enough sauce, I'm not going to complain. Yeah. If I'm going somewhere that's nice and paying for a nice quality meal, I expect a nice quality meal. Yeah. I'd be disappointed that way. So. Would you complain? Would you be like, this isn't, I could do it better? Or would you just be like, oh man. Yeah, I <laughs> muttered myself. Yeah, I'm not a complainer guy either. God, I even get anxiety when I'm with somebody and they go through the menu and they're like, can I actually get this instead of this? And I'm yeah. like, oh man, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I talked about this on the last podcast. Even simple things like we went to A&W with my, my son and my wife. My son can't have nuts or eggs, so we tell him no sauces, allergies to eggs. And then I order, I just order a regular burger, whatever they put on it. It's fine. And then my wife orders... No pumpkins, no mustard, no. <laughs> and I feel that there should be a lineup for them and a lineup for people like Right, that. Just, I know. Just even like have it go. Even at like Tim Hortons, they should just have like coffee only till, and then people are gonna order all that other shit. But yeah, I know it's it's. Yeah, I worked at Dairy Queen for four years. I was a cook. That's my chef experience. And uh, yeah, I like a normal burger. I could just like fire out two seconds. But when you get the special ones, you're like, oh, during a rush, I'd be like, fuck. Oh, you, I used to have a problem with toast. Oh. Like, I worked at a breakfast diner. It was really busy, and. You get that no butter on the toast, and you're just so used to buttering everything that comes through. Yeah. That, oh, God, I have to make toast. <laughs> and then there was a day where it was... Um, Who eats toast with no butter? Oh, really? <laughs> just uh, what? That's the best part, isn't it? No, no. I, I don't like... By the time it gets from... Like the kitchen to your table, I find that the toast is a little bit soggy. Oh, yeah, that's but, true. But I think that's why people like it with the butter, too. Yeah. It soaks in. There was a day that somebody ordered no butter and had the toast not cut. Oh. <laughs> and I think, besides me and the other cook, we must have made about four orders of toast for that one. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, we got the no butter part. That's easy, but then we cut it. Yeah. As if this dude can't handle it, cut like so. Then when you don't butter your toast, do you butter it at the table, or do you just no butter at all? Usually no butter at all. Wow, I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, um, I'm a big peanut butter fan. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey everyone, just taking a quick second to do a ad for the Mess Hall podcast. Hey roommate, are you building your business but feel like you're at a crossroad? Yes. Well, ATBX is a program that supports Alberta entrepreneurs. Wow, who else is it for? It's for people ready to disrupt and define their industries. It's an incubator. It's an accelerator. It's ATBX. Awesome. Tell me more. Think your business has that X factor potential? Then apply for ATBX, a program that puts entrepreneurs and their business through an accelerator program to help them grow. That's great. What else can ATBX do for me? With everything from mentoring and advising to providing office space, ATBX can help advance your business and your goals. Thanks, Mass Hall Podcast, for the fantastic advice. And now back to the show. That's one thing is I don't really like bacon that much, and people snap at me for that. I heard you talking to Marhaj about 
Yeah, that guy's a mess. That guy's a disaster. He's eating plantains instead of bananas. God, that guy stayed with me, and he was like, bro, how do you make t- make tea? Yeah. And you just put the bag in hot water, and he couldn't handle it. I had to show him how. And then the next day, he still was too scared to try it. Oh, he, he was a great man. Yeah, because he's just disaster. I don't know. Yeah, you can't help that man. Yeah, but his story about having the plantains, <laughs> and, uh, that cracked me up. Like, but my son eats plantains like bananas. What are they? Are they uh, the same as bananas? They look I've seen them. But they're bigger, and they're like hard. They're like, oh. Just think of the hardest banana you ever had. Yeah. And like 10 tons of Oh, is it, t- is it a fruit still? Yeah. Yeah, it's just tasty. Like, you'll see them in like other cuisines where they're like fried. Yeah. So you like mash them and fry them. They're good that way, but straight up like eating like a regular banana is just not good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm learning a lot about my girlfriend's really been helping me a lot with vegetables. Because I don't even know I've learned what artichoke is. I had like all these ones I'm learning what they are and eating them. And fruits too. Star fruit. You ever tried that? Yeah. Yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah. Spare food is kind of bland. But it is. It just thing. looks cool. It does. Yeah. I think that's why people get it. It's just <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you had uh, dragon fruit? I think I'm imagining it in my head. I think I know what it looks like. But is that one good, though? Is yeah, it, I like it. Yeah. It's white with all the little black dots in it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I've had that. I know what it looks like, though. It's like red on the outside, so... Yeah, yeah. I must have had it. She'll get my one of she'll yeah, because she put a poster of vegetables in our house <laughs> so I can learn the names. But yeah, like I knew what a what onion was, obviously. Yeah. But uh no, I didn't yeah, dragon fruit. I wonder if I tried that one. We have this store it's like four blocks from our house called Young Brothers and it's like this amazing fruit and vegetable place for so cheap, so that's kinda of life saving. I haven't yeah. It's the best part of yeah. living there, but it's, it's it's good to still get an education sometimes on food. I, yeah. I like learning new things. I like seeing new things. Do you do, experiment a lot at home, like cooking and stuff? Or? Yeah. Yeah. And not everything works out. No. <laughs> sometimes we're going for pizza and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I know, man. Oh, I've tried some. Yeah, it's... Because that's the thing, too. I bought a cookbook once. Uh, who's the famous chef that's, like, English and kind of handsome... Jamie Oliver? That dude, yeah. yeah. Uh, I bought his cookbook once, and it was like, simple, learn how to cook, and I'm like, oh, cool, this will be good. And then every recipe had some weird freaking spice or like, I don't know, like basil, and you're like, man, who has that? I mean, you'd have to buy the recipe, like all the ingredients in that. It's not like you could just make it from stuff in your house. Yeah, I think there's some cool ideas out now, though, like... Um Blue Apron Yeah, I heard about that. My girlfriend was, because she's been living in New York the last couple of months, and yeah, she gets, she got that, where it's like they give you everything and the recipe. Yeah, and like, you get exactly the amount of spice that you need, I think. Yeah, so you can't screw it up. I don't know. Yeah, she didn't, I can't remember why she didn't like it. I gotta try that. Yeah, get into that, yeah. I've heard good things about it, but mostly just on other podcasts. Yeah, (laughs) people talk, I know. Um, It's a popular one, yeah. Yeah. I went through uh, a period where, because... Being on the road, it's brutal for trying to eat yeah. healthy, you know, and you're just like, God, if you're staying in, like, a condo or something, like, I just did a week in Winnipeg, and I put you up in, like, a proper condo with a kitchen, like, it's an actual apartment, and that, and across from the grocery store, so that was fine, I just bought a few things, and 
But otherwise, man, if you're just in a hotel, you're like, oh, cool, Wendy's again. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, when I was trying to eat healthy and then if I didn't have time, I would just drink eggs. Do you ever do that? I can't. I can't. <laughs> I thought about it. I had it in the glass in front of me. Oh, really? And I just... Yeah. I just thought because snakes do it, that yeah. it should be okay. Okay. Yeah. So I drink, I drink two eggs every day. But my other good friend in, uh... I mean, Vancouver comedian Ephemius Naziopoulos, you know him? He's should interview him, he's a very funny guy. But he's like a six foot five Greek, like ripped workout, Muay Thai. And that guy eats like 45 eggs literally a day, but he cooks them. Okay. And I'm like, man, you'd save so much time if you just drink them. This one lady in India lived to over 100, and all she did was drink eggs. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's, but that's it's crazy. pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see the appeal of it just to almost get it down. Yeah, it's like a quick meal, but it's pretty, yeah. But I do enjoy my eggs. Oh, you, yeah, cook? Maybe if I just mix ketchup in with it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I love ketchup on my eggs, so. Man, you should try it. <laughs> just wear some gloves. Put some ketchup <laughs> and chugs them again. I don't know. Podcast is full of helpful hints. Yeah, today. I know. If you're listening, drink. But I would do it at at work too, and like, cause we have a big kitchen. I was working in this tech company, and then uh, I would just drink eggs in front of people, but pretend it's a normal thing to do. And people yeah. would be like, "Man, what the hell?" <laughs> so, but Rocky did it too. So. Yeah, I, my friend did it before. Yeah, he did it because he saw it on Rocky. Oh, really? so, <laughs> I think that's why I did it too. And then I read that article of that lady that lived over a hundred, and I'm like, okay, this I might is have for to sure. Try it. I think someday this week I want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of a day where I'm in a rush to get out of the house to go to work and that's every day. Yeah. Because I'll just sit around and wait till the absolute last minute to get ready. <laughs> Before you go. I know. That's a- sure. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was doing today even. My mom's like, don't you have to go do the podcast? I was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I got here right at three. Bang on, yeah. I, I wake up super early. Like, if I had work at eight, I usually have to leave at like ten after seven. Yeah. You wake up before then? Yeah. I oh wake up God. at five o'clock in the morning. Whoa. Shower, just sit around, do nothing. Then it's like seven o'clock and I have to get ready. Wow. God, I could... That's insane, man. I wish I could get up early. I, like, sleep right till... I worked night shift for seven years while I was going to university, so uh, I think that changed my schedule. But, yeah, I'll sleep till... Even today, I was just kept sleeping, but also because I was too scared to come out of my room. But, <laughs> yeah. Are you too afraid to go back now, too? Yeah, I think I just ran, walked out of the house. I was like, I'll see, see you later. And then, yeah, we'll see. Tonight, I'll just go actually in my room and not in theirs. You think there's going to be like a do not disturb sign up? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Gosh. <it's> <laughs> so, is there something you live in Vancouver, you come to Calgary? Is there something that you are really hoping that your mom makes for you over the next couple of days? Yeah, she. It was amazing. I came in because I was flying in from New York, and my flight got delayed. So, instead of like a five-hour thing, six hours, it was like this 12-hour ordeal, so I got into midnight, and she had a, a chicken salad, which she's never made before, and I was like, dang, that's pretty, that was exactly what I needed, but yeah, she, she, uh, I don't know, they make some good food, or my dad barbecues, pretty good, yeah, my mom's best food is lasagna, but I didn't request that this time, I think she would be able to say it's too hot for lasagna, um, which is true, 
but yeah, I don't know. They, but yeah, but the standard meals was just like I don't know, pork chop, and that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> green beans in a can. That was yeah, every we meal. Had yeah, peas in a can. Was oh like man, Lose your mom like old school when she makes pork chops, put the uh, tomato soup or uh, mushroom soup over it. No, but then uh, she, no, because she even that's too crazy for Rita Griffith. She'd be like, "Wah!" But uh, a guy, my friend Doug, this guy from Saskatchewan, uh, badass dude in Vancouver. He's also a crazy cook, and he's like, "Oh, come over!" And he made that like the mushroom soup, and then I, yeah. I'd never, I was like, "What is this? It's amazing!" He's like, "It's just mushroom soup." And then I made it myself. Yeah, it's, that's really good. But I didn't know. I'd never even heard of that until he made it for me. He also made pierogies, but he put gravy on that too. They were like almost like mashed potatoes. It was a weird. It was like the best thing ever. Yeah, that guy's a pretty good cook. Yeah, I think it's like if people take joy in cooking. I'm mostly like, oh, I hope I don't screw this up. But he's like, oh, I'm gonna. We're doing this. We're all in. Yeah. Is that how you are? Like, yeah, I, I take a lot of joy in it, especially now that I don't do it as much. And yeah. Cook it I'll try to come up with something crazy. Like you talk about pierogies and gravy, but I'll make pierogi poutine. I'll put cheese. Oh in. shit! <laughs> Man, I gotta tell Doug about that. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 good. I like it. Or even put it cold pork. On the pierogies as well with the cheese. Yeah. Oh man, that's next level. Yeah. Does your wife like your cooking? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't think she would like my cooking every day, which is good because I'll just cook on weekends. Okay. Why wouldn't she like that? It's just too much. She's a lot healthier than I. Okay. She keeps me in a lot of balance, and I think I need more balance. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's a good relationship. Five days a week, be pretty healthy at home. Yeah. Except for yesterday where I got off work early and I ate beef ribs. So. Oh, man. Yeah, that's th- yeah, that's a good balance then because she's not going to complain. Obviously. She'll be like, ooh. She, yeah. she loves it, but she, she knows she wants to balance as well. <laughs> you so, got to be with... You know, we had like, a quinoa, vegetables and tomato sauce. And it's not what I wanted, but I had it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, man, that's another thing I just... Found out because that, uh, which is really embarrassing, but that chef uh, Anthony that just died, or is that his name? Anthony Bordeaux. Yeah, he. Uh, I didn't really know that much about him, so then uh, when he died, it was like a big thing. So uh, I like watched all, a lot of shows with him and started reading his book, which is great. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's like the Bible of chefs, right? It so is. I've yeah. read it three, four times. Oh yeah. I started reading it about a week before he passed away. Oh no. Reading it again, I was having a yard sale, got rid of a whole bunch of stuff, and I was just like, sitting down outside. Just, oh, I forgot about this book. Yeah, reading it's, it again. Yeah, it's great though. Man. Only like forty pages in, but with that guy, he's like a, a cool dude though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It seems like it's a great life story. But then he, something he said in one of the things, I think it was his, was that uh, like when you go to a restaurant, there's no. There's no incentive to be healthy at all, and he's like, I think was it him that said by the time you, if you have three courses or whatever, like appetizer thing and dessert, you've eaten at least a whole stick of butter because the job of a restaurant is to make you be like, oh, this food's amazing. Yeah. So it's like incredibly unhealthy. Exactly. Yeah, which I didn't know at all. Yeah. And that's, I guess, that's one thing that I miss is making those really good meals yeah. with a lot of butter. <laughs> like we used to, we used to terrify butter at one restaurant. 
go through two or three cans of clarified butter in a day. It's like what is that? Where was it? What what is that? Oh, it's like you cook the butter and you get all the uh, sediment that's in it. Okay. So you have more of a pure butter. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. It's it's good. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds really good. Yeah. It's, yeah, we make that. Like, that was part of the prep for the daily, daily work. So it's like a ton of clarified butter and just butter as well. Mounting sauces. Like, finish. You make a sauce and you put like a little piece of butter and it gives that clean and shine. Yeah. Smoothness. Oh man, yeah, just so, even for the look. <laughs> yeah. So I, I miss that sometimes. I definitely can't do that when I'm at home when I help out. <laughs> I, I don't cook off in there, but when I do, I just, I can't do it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't know that, but that makes sense, though. And then some, I remember when I was, uh, God, I was probably like 21 or something, it was, uh, I worked on Valentine's Day night shift or whatever, and I had the day after Valentine's Day off, so the girl I was dating at the time, uh, <clears throat> I, was, I felt bad that I didn't take her out on Valentine's, so I looked up the best restaurant in Calgary, and the what it was like three diamonds or whatever the highest rating, uh, I think it's like Il Sogno is an Italian one. It's like S O G N O or something. Like that. I don't know if it's still open. It was in Bridgeland, and uh, went there. And to this day, the bet it was at the they're like, do you want the chef's thing or like because you could order from the menu. The menu had no prices on it, and they're like, or you could do the chef's. So I'm like, yeah, we'll just do that. So then the first thing was like literally one piece of ravioli. Just like eat this tiny thing, tastes pretty good. And then the second thing was just a piece of like meat, like a circle of meat with some like grass stuff on it. And I was kind of like, oh man, that <laughs> screwed up. And then the main course was duck. To this day, the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Like, I couldn't even believe food could be that good. And it was a professional chef, you know, you could see him in the window cooking. And uh, and then dessert was great. And then the bill, <laughs> I remember, was like $300. Which at the time, I was like, you know, th- that was like half my paycheck. And I just remember I looked at it, and the girl was like, She's like, how much is it? Are you okay? I'm like, no, it's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then, yeah, we, I don't know. But we talked about it for years after that. But Man, still worth it, though. I don't even think I've paid that much for a meal since then. But, man, it's... And then my other friend, he's a dentist here in Calgary. He's doing pretty well for himself. He was through Vancouver, and he's like, yeah, come out. He, he has his own vodka, like Royal Dragon vodka brand or something like that. And he's like, come out. And we're doing this thing in a bar with our, our vodka. They're making special cocktails. And then they had three steaks, and it was, like, the fancy, like, Kobe, like, actual beef. Oh, man. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, why did I eat this? Because you've ruined steak for me now. Yeah. Like, I'll never, yeah. Yeah. I, my wife and I talk about stuff like that. Um, a new bracket. We're in a new steak bracket. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, what it's like. Yeah. We, we were watching Corner Gas. That's where we got the tournaments. Like the they were going through a new jam bracket because they got like built fancy jams. And yeah. Stuff like that. So yeah, we definitely. Uh, you're in a new steak bracket. Yeah. Go back. I know, and then it ruined, yeah, it's the worst, man, because even at, I went to a sushi place, and I was like, oh, it's so amazing, but thankfully, I found another sushi place that's, you know, can match it, but yeah, for a while, I was like, oh, now I can't eat crappy sushi anymore, but yeah, steak's ruined forever now. Yeah, it'd be like eating 7-Eleven sushi. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Can't go back to any other place. Oh, man, so good, yeah. Yeah, Kobe beef is good. 
Yeah, it's amazing, man. I couldn't even believe it. It was like a thousand dollars, like three hundred each for these three different types of steaks. And then at the end, they're like, "Do you want to take it to go?" And I just, I didn't want to look poor, so I was like, "Oh no, I'm fine." But I regret that to this day. <laughs> I didn't take that. God, big so, regrets in life. Yeah, I'll never forgive myself. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, so, are there any places in Calgary that you have to go to? Here or? I don't know. That was that one I just talked about was the best food I've ever had here. Um, and you have Taco Bell here, which is I gotta go there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think about that. I wasn't a big eating out guy here, and in Vancouver now I am. Like I, you know, I go out all the time. But yeah, I don't know. Like Boston Pizza, that was my jam for quite a few years. But Boston Pizza, I always feel happy when I I find it. I find it that's it's. Always good meal, and it's always consistent. Yeah, I don't leave there unhappy. Like sometimes I got cold fries one couple times, but I still couldn't go back and yeah, I know, say anything. But. Yeah, when I go to Dairy Queen and I get like a bad burger, I'm like, oh man, I don't even go there anymore because I'm like, I could kill this. I can make it way better. So after the last, I did a podcast a couple weeks ago with Matt uh, Watson. Oh yeah. And he worked at Dairy Queen as well. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. talked to him about that. He talked about that. Uh, I would have the cookie dough all the time. Yeah, man. I yeah. would do that. Dude, I remember being so hungry, I'd just go in the freezer, and they had, like, Reese's Pieces, cookie dough. i just, yeah. And the blizzards I'd make, like, every single day, I'd make a double cheeseburger and the biggest extra-large blizzard, and I would just eat. That was my... Because I remember when I was... Because I think I started working when I was 15, and I had two... I was like, my dream jobs were Dairy Queen, because ice cream was my favorite food. Or Toys R Us, and I was like, man, if I can get one of those jobs, and then I applied at Toys R Us, and they didn't give me the job. I was like, what the hell? But Dairy Queen, I got it. Life changing, man. Yeah. Yeah. So after the podcast, I, I really wanted it up. <laughs> it was a couple days later. I think we went out for Father's Day. After that. Oh, awesome. Then I went for a blizzard, and they didn't have any. Cookie what? <laughs> they were all out of cookie dough. Oh, because the kid ate it in the back. That's oh. working there. It's like a whole box. Yeah, I, man. I'd eat fistful. And then the funniest thing when I worked at Dairy Queen is the manager was this, like, she had just, like, pure trucker mouth lady, and she would get mad over everything. So her name was Jeanette. She was so great, though. But, uh, and she would just smoke cigarettes in the back. <laughs> and so like, we'd all just have to clean the walls. They were, like pure yellow and just like oh man those days are gone but uh yeah like I made four thirty-five an hour when I started there and uh I would always like burn the, the onion rings or something to when she was starting her shift but pretend the guy who just got off the last shift did it so I'd be like oh Jeanette, Terry burnt the onion rings and she'd be like oh god damn fucking like, just call him and scream at him. it's like the best the best when I peaked in life though uh, I was working at Dairy Queen and we had this new supervisor his first day uh, her name was Debbie I'll never forget and then me and my friend one of my best friend worked there this was the last shift they let us work together we were to do too many stupid things but we're like let's freeze the cone dip and make it look like a poo log like in the shape yeah. of a log and, we're like, and then we'll put it in the staff bathroom on the toilet so we fr- found like a made a mold of it and like froze it and we kept checking it every 20 minutes and it was like not frozen we're like oh man and then he's like oh, I feel really sick I have to go home and I was like you don't want to wait for our prank he's like no I have to go home now like I'm too sick so he tells Debbie he's like can I please go home and it was dead and she's like yeah it's fine so he goes home and I'm like fine I'll do the prank without you so then I go check like 
another 20 minutes later and they're hard. I was like, yes. So I go to put it on the toilet seat. <laughs> like, I thought it was so funny. But then it was only hard on the outside. So then it broke and then it just leaked everywhere. And I was like, oh man. So it was like liquid cone dip all over the toilet in my hands. And I went to put the tap to wash my hands and then it was like all over the tap and then I was like man this looks even funnier like somebody like <laughs> had the worst time so I just like smear I made it look like somebody half-assed cleaned it up put on like the light switch and then <laughs> turned the light off and then went to Debbie and I was like uh I was like hey Debbie uh you know how uh Jarrett uh, went home sick and she's like yeah and I'm like well he, he used the bathroom before and made a mess but I called Jared before I was gonna do it and I was like hey man can you pretend the poo logs are yours but he didn't know it was like this <laughs> he's like he's like oh yeah, yeah I'll do that so then she calls him she goes and looks and she's like what the hell I'm like yeah and I'm like tears running down my face being like I can't laughing so hard but being like I can't believe this guy's amazing and she's like he's coming back here to clean this up so she calls him and she's like you get back here right now and he's like no I'm not I don't not I'm sick I'm not cleaning that <laughs> but, I don't know. And then one of the girls went, and she's like, "It's just cone dip." <laughs> but I was like, "Man, best peaked in life, like best prank oh, ever." Oh, that yeah. is a good one. It was great, yeah. But um, with that great story, I think that's the end of our time. So that wraps it up, man. Yeah, yeah it was a great chat. It was awesome. Thanks for having me, man. Is there anything you want to promote or anything? Um, no, I've got. Uh, I'm gonna do a special in Vancouver in October. Uh, that'll be like my first full on I think Just for Laughs Northwest is going to help promote it and cool. it'll be a big thing so yeah I'll, I don't know how I'll distribute it or we'll see how good it is but yeah that's the next big thing I'm working on so cool. look out for that yeah Thank, thanks again this was awesome I really enjoyed that too yeah <laughs> thanks for having me man